So uh, you come to, you're in a... Uh, what the fuck? Come to? Yeah. You don't remember the last thing you did. You just remember, it's almost like your life really begins now. <clears throat> I don't, so what do I know? You're in a... Uh, do I know who I am? Well, do I know my name? Yeah. You know, your name's Aaron Brooks, dude. At what point does my history end in my brain? You just come to, and, and, and all you know is that you're in a, you would describe it as like a white room, but it's almost like there's, it's not like it's a white room, it's more like it's an absence of uh, everything. Oh, fuck you. And standing before you is a guy, he's dressed like a clown. Yeah. <clears throat> Got a big red fucking nose. He's holding a balloon. The balloon has your face on it. I forgot that's what this was about until just now. He goes, uh, God damn it. Hey, Aaron, it's me. Lord of the Dreamscape. Dreamy Dan. And he goes, welcome to the Trilogy of Dreams, part two, a.k.a. the Dream Trilogy, part two. You look up at the, the balloon so that has your face on it, and it's almost like it, it's starting to glow, glow yellow, and you stare at it, and it pops, and suddenly you realize you're looking at a star. Like the sun is a star. Right. It's a, a sort of a distant star. I'm just staring at a star. Yeah. All right. You dream of this star, and you're just kind of looking at it. What the fuck does that mean, Pat? I'm just dreaming of a star existing? Like I just dream that I'm staring at a fucking star? Exactly. And you that feel sucks. a slight um, like caress on your neck. No. And you just hear, Aaron. See you when you dream. And you wake up. That's horrifying. And uh, you know that night, like your life is pretty much the same as it is normally. You know, you got your your uh, you know uh, girlfriend that you live with. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you got like a job and shit. Yeah. Same job you've always had. Yeah. You do comedy. Yeah. And um, you know you 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 got a gig that night. Yeah. <clears throat> Where? It's a bar show. Yeah. What it's bar? A, uh, it's a place called uh, the Barn. The Barn. It's called the Barn. The Barn. All and right. It's, and it's and it's set up like it's supposed to be like the inside of a barn. Okay. Where so, where is this barn? It's like a it's like a little outside of of Austin. Like how far are we talking? Oh, like a like a thirty minute drive. Okay. And it looks like the, they they have it set up to look like the inside of a barn where there's just like hay everywhere. Yeah. So it's you, like an like it is an actual barn. Yeah. And and there's like all these like weird like you know uh, rednecks working there. You suspect some of them are uh, you know intellectually disabled because they always script your order and, and stuff like that. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Yeah. So the place is it's a barn. It's called the barn. You say they're screwing up my order, so it's not an actual barn. It's a it's a venue. It's a bar slash restaurant that's that made to look like a bar. Sucks. And but and also it's odd. You don't but know why, how you, But why do I feel like everybody there is in what is what, what was the intellectually phrase? disabled? What do you mean by that? They're a little slow. Okay. No so fault. They, no they, fault they're on. They employ mentally handicapped people. And 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 it's odd because <clears throat> You don't know how you know this, but you're pretty sure there's no one in charge there. There's no manager. It's just kind of like, it's kind of like chaos. It's like havoc. Like when okay. the bar first opened, it wasn't quite as chaotic, but yeah. then as like the months go on and they realize like there's no one at the helm, there's no one steering the ship, like it all goes to shit. 
I don't. Okay. So but, the, but like, they have a show there. They got a show there. Yeah. Is this how long has the show been going on? The show has um, been going on just for like a few weeks. So is is there like a good vibe about it? Are people like, hey, this is a fun show. This people, was, this is a good time. People, it pays pretty well. How? What is that? What does that mean? It pays you two hundred dollars to do what? <clears throat> like a thirty minutes. Yeah, you do a thirty minute set. You get two hundred dollars. You get a, a meal that they're gonna mess up, and two drinks. All right, and like they the coupon says like it says like you know free meal, and then there's like and underneath it just says we're probably gonna mess this up. All right, yeah. What do you order? I can't eat gluten and dairy. Right. So they go. That's, oh yeah, we got. So they go. Oh, we'll take care of you. We got someone for you. I know. So I they leave. And no, they, I and don't know. I know. I would just I would call my girlfriend and I'd say, hey, I'm at this place called the Barn. Yeah. You probably don't want to eat anything here. Uh, but do you want anything? I, I can't guarantee they're going to get it right. She's I like, can't tell you why yeah. right now, but like when I get home, I'll fill you in. Yeah. But they're going to fuck it up. She I'm goes, bring, I was just going to bring you something. She just goes, she goes, oh man, no, I'm, I'm, thank you, but, but, but I'm okay. Like I actually just ate. I'm actually about to go to bed. Okay. You know, got an early day tomorrow, you know? Okay. So she's like, all right, goodbye. I love you. Love you too. Hangs up. I would order something anyways. You turn around and the guy has come back and he goes, don't worry. This will take, this will help you out. It's probably a loaf of bread they're dunking in milk. It's like a loaf it's of like, bread. There's some marinara sauce with like cream what? in it. It's called, it's a, it's a cream sauce. And okay. so they go, yeah, you just dunk the bread in the cream sauce. And they go, oh, wait, right. You're, they go, oh, no. They realize they messed up and they feel bad. And like, yeah, he starts to cry a little bit. And he's like, why do you got to make me feel so low? I would say I didn't say anything. To you, and he goes. You made me feel small. He I, I he just, just said like, nothing. Walks out of the fucking restaurant. Well, at that point, I can't fucking do anything. You know what it's I mean? It's an odd place. You shouldn't feel. That's not really your fault. Yeah, of course, it's not my it's fault. Just what man. happens, dude? I I'm didn't say a fucking thing. I'm just telling you what's happening. So that happens. The guy do they, quits. So do, do they prepare me anything different, or are they just like you can eat this loaf of bread with milk and cream and marinara? Ugh. They don't like, seem to notice that the guy even quit. Well, nobody's at the helm, Pat. You said it yourself. This right. is a rudderless boat. Right, so you go up and uh, you do uh, your set. It's hosted by this guy. He What's usually his name? well, he usually hosts like like TV uh, shows and stuff, like yeah. local public access shows. His oh, name okay. Is T- his name is Timmy Timmy Jibs. He's uh, hosting. He he does God, his joke. Fuck he fucking murders, dude. Yeah, like, he's so funny. Uh, Timmy Jibs is a guy. He's like he's got very pale pale skin. He's got uh, a red, huge red afro. People love the guy. Guy's effortlessly funny. He does like 10 up top, and he's like, you guys ready for your headliner? And they're like, don't go, Timmy. The crowd shouts that. Yeah. So he does another 20 minutes. Okay. And then he goes, all right, you guys ready for your headliner? All right. um, At this point, I'm preparing to bomb. And they go, no, Timmy. And he does another 20 minutes. So finally, he lets you have about an hour into the show. And no, at some point, at some point, I'm leaving. You should leave? Yeah. At some point, I'm going, I got to go. Yeah. I No. No. Okay. I and mean, like, they, and he sees you and he winks at you. He goes, Don't worry, I got this. I'm already very uncomfortable at this place. And as you walk out, you just hear, Timmy, Timmy. Yeah. Why Timmy. is he booking anybody? Did I already get paid or no? No. So you, you drive All home right. and you rest halfway home. Oh, shit. I never got the money. And That's you, fine. I don't, I just keep on driving, dude. Yeah. You don't do it for the money. It's a digital age. He can send it to me through PayPal. I'll, I'll see you at a show, Timmy Jibs. Yeah. And uh, you're feeling kind of down. You're feeling like, why am I even doing comedy if this yeah. is the shit? I'm probably going to a Whataburger at this point. Yeah. You're just thinking to yourself, why am I doing this? Like, why on earth 
Am I subjecting myself? I'm trying to. Int- I'm. I'm getting paid to what entertain these fucking idiots, these yokels. Hang on, let's, goddamn. Let's be real careful. Yeah. These the the, the audience like they're like these yokel idiots. Oh, the at audience. the barn. Okay. No, yeah. not the waitstaff. You you treat them with kindness and respect. It's not, right. You know, it's not your fault that you know, and it's yeah. not their fault either. But you do. But you still feel bad. You think about that kid whose dream you destroyed. Who, what was his name? What was his name? Yeah. My waiter. Oh, his name is uh, Maurice um, Seuss. And so Maurice Seuss, his dream was he was going to uh, run his own. He's going to franchise the barn out. But like he's kind of dumb. So didn't really work out. And you made him quit. So you go home. Sounds like I did him a favor. Yeah. Well, you think that, but, you know. And it couldn't, I mean, that there had to have been a series of mishaps that led him to feeling that way to where one extra incident would push him over the edge. Well, he, when he walked out, he slipped on a banana peel. I'm sorry, Maurice. And he broke every bone in his butt. Ugh. So he's got a broken butt. But, you know, you're, you know, gluten-free and stuff, so. So you, uh. You go home and you're feeling very depressed and you're you're thinking like I don't even know why I'm doing this you know I I destroyed some poor kid's life you know life in his dream and I just and like you feel like you're not you, your your wheels are spinning but you're not moving yeah so okay. you go to sleep yeah you dream of a uh, a bunch of stars you just, <sighs> a bunch of stars this time yeah more than just one there uh, there's like seven of them okay is it like a a constellation I recognize. It's or? it's not a it's definitely a constellation, but it's not one that you recognize. And and you feel like if only you could see the you know the whole picture, it would make more sense, you know. And uh, like like the whole constellation, you just see a little bit. Yeah. You hear the sound of rushing water behind you. Yeah. You wake up. There's a uh, note in your bed next to you, your empty bed. All right. Do you pick it up? No, Pat. I just fucking leave this mystery note there where my girlfriend normally is. Yeah. Of course. Do you pick it up? I pick it up. I read it. I don't even put my glasses on. Yeah. You don't need it. You've never, it's, it's a, it's a, You've never needed your glasses to read your girlfriend's handwriting. It's just this weird bond. That's so fucking strange. It's very odd. It's this weird bond that you guys have where if she writes anything- and you didn't even notice it at first. It took you like a year, but finally you realize like I don't need my glasses to read what you write. It's weird. It's very it's, it's odd, but yeah, you know, it seems a little strange. You guys have an unbreakable bond. All right. So the sentence says that she's leaving you. God damn it! And she never wants to see you. What again. the fuck? And sudden, like you're gonna read the rest of it, but like suddenly it's like you can't read it because your glasses aren't on. Your 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 vision goes blurry, and you realize you got to put on your glasses to read it. And that's when you realize it's really over. So you go out uh, to this like audition? No, I wouldn't, Pat. I would be a fucking wreck. Yeah, I wouldn't just get dumped and moved out in the middle of the night. Yeah, she moved everything out. Well, not everything. everything. What, the what? stuff that she owned. You know, some of the stuff that she had uh, hung up. It's all gone. All the photos of you two together. She painstakingly took a sciz- like a pair of scissors and cut herself. Why? Out. Why would she do this? Because she's like, I don't know if he wants these photos up or not you know it seems like it might uh oh yeah. bother him to see me so i'll just cut myself out of his life literally and 
metaphorically. And then she put them back photos. in the frame. Yeah. What did she do with all of her little cut up parts? You look outside and you see like the faint embers on a uh, god damn it, some on a, you know like a logs that had fire on it the night before. She burned them. It smells <sighs> oddly sweet. The smoke, yeah, smells sweet. So, do you not go to that? You had an audition for a very, very important role. There's this uh, local movie company, right? It's put together by this guy named Mr. Cool. He's a producer. Uh, he's nine feet tall. Yeah, he's got very yeah. like tra- almost translucent blonde hair. He put together yeah. like a bunch of like a thing where like a bunch of local comics are starring in it. Um, punch up the script, something as a comedy, uh, and it's an audition for like the main character you do you not go to the audition i mean it would depend how i felt i would be in do you think you would shock yeah uh yeah i think i probably would you go to the audition yeah i think i would i think it would i think like because i think otherwise sitting around would just make me crazy you know so you're gonna put your all into this i'm gonna make every attempt possible to reach my girlfriend as to find out there. to find out what's going on. Yeah. So you you call her cell phone. Yeah. Your phone melts. What the fuck? Just melts. How's it, my hand? Is it hot? Is it hurt? No, it actually feels kind of good. Fuck you. <sighs> then I, yeah, I go to the fucking audition. So Pat. You go to the audition. I go to the audition. Erect man. Yeah. Inconsolable. I don't want to speak to anybody. Right. I just want to knock this out so I can go home and cry. So you bomb this audition so fucking bad. Of course I do. Like you're struggling to hold back tears the whole time. Of course. And like the produce, like so Mr. Cool was there, and there's like two other people uh, who are kind of like super helping him produce uh, the film. It looks like these two people. You don't know who they are. Yeah. Uh, they all have you know light blue L's over their heart patches. Yeah. And they're just so weirded out by this that they cancel the entire movie. They're like that audition was so sad and weird that we want to go home and we don't want to make this movie anymore in austin let me just skip forward here i quit i quit comedy forever yeah i quit i quit my job i moved back home okay i moved back in with my mom i go to fucking community college yeah i fucking get a degree i become a teacher what do you study oh yeah yeah, you you teach yeah yeah i'm gonna teach english i'm gonna go somewhere i'm gonna be a jv football coach and I'm going to die of a heart attack by 53. Cashing in. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's the rest of my life. So you pack up to move home and, and do, yeah. do all this stuff. And I would feel awful. Right. I would feel terrible. How could you not? Everybody would. Everybody everybody I cared about, except for my family, would hate me. They were all counting on that movie being made. Of course. They all quit their jobs. Yeah. 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 That would be the worst thing in the world. Yep. So you pack up, you get everything packed up. You do it pretty quickly. And um, you uh, get uh, everything together. And you're like, well, I'll leave in the morning. You go to sleep. And you dream of of this constellation of stars. And you hear them whisper to you. And they go, Aaron, we'll always love you. I don't like this one bit. They go, Aaron. Yeah. Join us. No. I'm going home. Join the stars. What the fuck does that even mean, Pat? They go, 
join our constellation. And then you look over and you see the constellation. You can't really make out what it is, but there's a noticeable gap in between some stars. And you realize if you join them, you will complete the constellation. Do you become a star? No. I'd be terrified. I think I was going crazy. I think the stress of uh, losing my girlfriend and bombing in a, an audition so hard they canceled the movie and it fucked all of my friends. Yeah. And quitting, like, the only thing I, I really love. Yeah. Like, that would wreck me. And I would think I was going crazy. And they go, in the constellation, you won't have those feelings. You, know, you won't have those feelings, Aaron. I would think I was going crazy. I would think I was hearing things. They go, you're not. That's not helping you. Like, I promise. That's exactly what it's bad like, things it, it, would it's, say. It's, it's like a hundred voices speaking as one. That sounds awful. Yeah. I would think I was going crazy. So you wake up. I wake up. I thought I was driving home. No, it was a dream. Oh, that was a dream. Yeah. That's right. You're dreaming of stars. Man. So you you're like you're like halfway home. You stop at like a you know motel six. Tulsa. Yeah. You stop exactly. at like a motel motel six. Yeah. Um. You know, the guy's like, here's your, you know, here's your key, sir. Yeah. Like he like winks at you. Mm. So you go to sleep, and you have the same dream again. The constellations. You feel their cool, tender touch on your neck. You feel the starlight warming your bones. You feel a sense of community among these stars. God damn it. They go, Aaron, join us. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to join you. They go, do you want to join us? At some point, I would just say yes, because I, I think I was going crazy. Yeah. I'm clearly having this experience. I don't know what the downside is. So just to stop the voices, I would at some point, I would say, yeah, sure. And so you suddenly like feel really warm. Yeah. And you look down at yourself and you, you're turning into this weird shimmering form of light. And it's like you're sucked towards the constellation. And you join up with them. And oh, you're God. a star. Yeah. And suddenly you realize that the constellation is the constellation of like a giant demon. And it goes. What the fuck, dude? It goes, I'm free. Oh, great. Great. And it yells, Satan is free. Great. I freed Satan when he was a fucking star. And he's going to, what, destroy Earth and he kill just, everyone I know and love? He destroys it immediately. And then... Uh, and fuck you. I did all the shit I thought you wanted me to do. Go on that audition. I fucked over all my friends. I left immediately. I There was no other... I couldn't do anything else. Except destroy the Earth, apparently. I, what are you getting mad at me for? So then you just live as a star for the rest of uh, existence. And like, um, you know, stars, their lives are pretty long. And um, not like a lot to do. We're just a demon. Well, now it's like, okay, you know, I did it. So now I'll just rest. So you're just uh, like a star. There's just, there's nothing to do. You're just bored. You try to talk to those stars. You don't want to talk for to For millions them. of years. Yeah. For about... Uh, 100 million years, and then uh, the universe ends. <laughs> and uh, as the universe finally compacts on itself, it's almost like you can hear Timmy Jibs laughing. That motherfucker. 
Did he do this? Did he turn me into a star that just had to be bored for the rest of existence? And he goes, and also like my last memories on Earth were yeah. awful, terrible. Right. I died in a Motel Six in Tulsa. That's yeah, with the, everyone else who died after the demon Satan was freed. You freed Satan from his celestial. Yeah, I'm aware, Pat. Okay. So you'll get you'll get him next time. <laughs>